This episode of the award-winning Here For It podcast is brought to you by Sloppy Top, topping in all forms, and definitely taking the top off. Okay. If all of that has not happened in the last week for you, you have not listened to um, Tidal, Apple, iTunes, Mm. or gotten your life with a new nigga because it's March, and you should be having a new nigga because it's March. They said March is Women's Month because... What other month is telling you exactly what to do? Also, <laughs> Top Off is a bop. And I don't care about the anti-Beyonce fans that um, just are ignorant to the movement and to the cause. Um, you're allowed to have your feelings, and that's cool. Um, but it's so dry. It's so draining when people come back and be like, why is Beyonce being so ratchet? Like, the bitch is not from the 19th 15th Ward of Houston. Of course she's ratchet. Um, of course she raps. She's been rapping. This is not her first rap. This is not her first four way. But what gives Beyonce the... The... Mm, the oomph to... Have God. It? Okay. God. Okay, so three things. God. What second? I don't need three. God. Oh, okay. Well, I want you to have this same opinion later when we talk about RuPaul and these trans girls. Uh, so, yeah, mm-hmm. that don't have nothing to do with Beyonce. Yeah, okay, it's right. absolutely nothing to do with Beyonce. Um, people are allowed to be ratchet and regal at the same time. Come I on, ratchet and regal. I speak from experience. Um, every time this girl shows her hood side, people get real surprised and shit. And um, I'm not here for it. I'm starting off with that. And um, also, I'm gonna say if on the run two is really gonna happen, um, I would like some of our Patreon subscribers to donate um, so that we can go and we can broadcast live. We need to do this for research. So if you support Here For a Podcast, understand that there are certain things that we have to do for research purposes for the podcast. And Beyonce is, you know, is floor season going to be like $1,200 per person. So Yeah, and we need to be there. So, hey, Auntie. Hey. <laughs> that was very Wakanda. <laughs> hey, Auntie. <laughs> My name is Ronald Matters. Follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters. I am the Superman, T-H-E-E-S-U-P-A-M-A-N. I am AKA, AKA the Master Pipe Layer. AKA the Shrimp Dick. BKA the Detroit Driller. CKA. What? I don't know. I just feel like That sounded should. very Charlemagne and we're not doing that <laughs> on this episode. And that, this is Here For A Podcast, your weekly colorful commentary on LGBT health and wellness. I have to start this episode off by thanking everyone who is a Patreon subscriber. Thank you to David, Sean, D, Mike, D. Rashawn, shout out to D and D. Rashawn, <laughs> Quiz, Robert, Mark, Sean, Michael, Noble, and another Sean. Sean is a cute name. S-H-A-W-N. It's, it's quite common apparently. Okay. Well, Thank you to everyone who listens and subscribes to us on patreon.com forward slash here for a pod. I hope all y'all have nudes because if you don't have nudes, you cannot be trusted. I don't trust nobody that don't have nudes. My nudes are from like 2012, no shade. Then you also can't be trusted because then it's catfish. Because I'd be like, this girl, that's when I was 25. This is so, Oh, this is my industry. Just when I was like 20. Oh, so. let's see. Catfish. <laughs> I'm, I'm catfishing with my nudes. Very catfish. You got to have nudes out here. Like, you do. And that's why I'm saying I can't trust nobody without nudes. And that's why I'm hoping our Here For A Hive has nudes because I want to be able to <laughs> trust them. If, I, if y'all don't have nudes, I can't trust you.
Oh my god. Um, icebreaker. Uh, speaking of your triggers for you, um, what triggers your gaydar? That's our icebreaker this week. Um, what triggers my gaydar is loud, popping colors, and mannerisms. Okay. Example. Fuchsia. Oh, this means bottom. There are other f- triggers that d- don't say bottom. I mean, like if you like, mm, he gay, but he like he top. What? Is triggers. I don't know how to be triggered by uh, other top under yeah undercover top. I'm not triggered by that. I am definitely triggered by fashions. Yeah. You know, like when you see a brown shoe and it's like it's a pointed toe, but it's not a. Mm, he's straight, so but this might be a, a Chelsea, square that foot. Still sounds like it, a Chelsea. It might boot. be a square foot, and like when you look at the shape of his suit, and it's like either Zara or it's H and M. This is definitely not a men's warehouse or a, a local. Supply of a suit. If it's a Chelsea boot, he's gay. Yeah. Well, the gay gaydar triggered. Hello. Especially if it's a wool um, Chelsea boot, because leather Chelsea boots, the style of a Chelsea boot, and the fabric of a Chelsea boot, those things trigger a gaydar. They're all booted. <laughs> just, um, just wear regular shoes, niggas. What? Are, what? Are, what are we doing? You're not a fashionista because you have Chelsea boots. That's all you have for the icebreaker. You have anything else? To oh, I thought I'm so scared. A, I thought there was a list of them. Oh, oh no, no, that's like we if, think of when these I things see, off the dome. We don't write these no, things. No, when I see fuchsia, um, and my or, gaydar. Mm, yeah, he's smiling a lot. Gaydar. Well, no, smile. Black man smiling is a treat because. Okay, I'm done. No, I, I'm not triggered by a smile. I would just assume the nigga's happy. Um, but no, fuchsia and um. Things of the sort. I'm like, mm, straight men would shy the fuck away from this. Most of them, anyway. Yeah. Except, um, what's the what's the young lady's name that put a skirt on in her album cover? Young Thug. Oh, Young Thug, young Atlanta. Thug. Yeah. It's kind of different because it's but Atlanta. it's also Atlanta. That's why. So, mm. well, speaking of um, shit from Atlanta, Uh-oh. the word of the day this week is uh, coprophilia, aka <gasps> coprophilia. C O P. R O P H I L I A, coprophilia. Philia usually is a fetish or a it disease a or something. Oh. Also known as scatophilia. Oh my god. <laughs> so again, uh, in keeping in line with shit from Atlanta, <laughs> the word of it, the word of the day I'm is so coprophilia and scatophilia. And okay. so oftentimes you hear it as just scat or scat play, mm-hmm. which just means using the excrements from the body in sexual excrements. acts. Excrements. So it doesn't always have to mean shit. It could mean piss. It could mean things that you put in your butt and then you push out and that excites people. Ain't like no people, beats. Like people, yeah, that can be a form of coprophilia because sometimes there's extra things on the anal beads or extra things on the butt plug that you put in. You know, it's a like a, a fetish of people leaving those things in all day while they're at work and they're coming home to their partner or they John um, and pushing those things out and the person gets gratification and sexual ecstasy from it. So mm-hmm. um, those are the, word of the words of the day because we're talking about shit and Specifically, shit that comes out of Atlanta. Scatophilia and who? Coprophilia. Coprophilia. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so it can also include the paraphernalia. So that's the difference. So scat just means literally just shit. 
mm-hmm. and or other things that naturally, that naturally will come out. Okay. Coprophilia includes the paraphernalia of putting things in there and allowing them to come out with and or without the shit. Like anal beads. Like anal beads, like butt plugs, like oranges, like bananas. That's how you end up at the hospital. Gerbils. And then um, I'm trying to figure out how to fix you. So there's nothing wrong with doing those things. Just do them safely and carefully um, under the guidance of other people that have done them before. Don't be trying to experiment by yourself. And then, well, with the new partner, both yeah, of y'all new to this. Yeah, don't both of y'all be trying YouTube to put The YouTube tutorial is not gonna help you. Mm-hmm. No, you need an experienced gerbil placer <laughs> to do coprophilia. Oh my god! I'm so and scared. that is the word of the day. I forgot to say at the intro, um, when talking about us on the internet here for a podcast, make sure you use our official hashtag here for it hive. So everyone can build a community. I've said this a thousand times. We love when you guys talk about Here For It Podcast on the internet, especially if you are into fetishes or if you are trying to persuade other people or show other people your perspective on prep. Definitely use Here For It Hive on the internet hashtag. And let's build a community for Here For It Podcast because we love you guys. And we want to be wherever you are. So if it's on Vero, which is a new app I'm on trying to figure out what that means, follow me at Ronald Matters on V-E-R-O. It's a new app that claims it's better than Instagram. Bless her heart. I know. She doesn't even have stories yet. Because, you know, we don't even use Snapchat. So now is the time, sweetheart, if you're going to come up with something that's groundbreaking. Well, ain't she? She's a valued daughter of Christ. That means she's going to grow up one day and then maybe she'll be great because right now she's not. Beta. Uh-huh. Beta tease. Um, also, talking about girls that may be great one day because they're not right now. Beta. Um, <laughs> Safari chipped the internet. Chipped as in he didn't break it. Because you know, it. last week he owned it. He didn't. That's what we're talking about. Top so, two and ain't number two. Hello. Or number four, three. Four, five, or six. He's a blessing, though. Amen. He's Amen. a blessing. A physical so, blessing. All the things that happen with all of the safaris, dick pics, slash vids, and slash challenges happened right after we recorded the last episode. So I felt like we should definitely lick on the subject. Mm. Minimum. And, you got, and in my line of work, I know you discuss um, in your line of work as a top. Then have to make sure your suction is right as the bottom. We have had um, probably the last two of the three episodes where Your I, suction has got to be... Vacuum tight. I don't know who has wet, the- wet and vac. Uh, this why I struggle. Wet and vacuum tight at the same time. So you gonna have to pick Safari. Which, Safari, which one do you like? Safari's not gonna get both at the same time. because uh, he can't. There's no way that someone's gonna Safari's be a, a vacuum and wet on the uh, pipe. Mm, mm. I uh, what do you call that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whatever that is, uh-huh. he Nobody's... created a new market. He should ha- trademark that. Aggressive. That is a glade, a curved glade can. Wow. So glade do, is marketing something new with essential oils. I feel like they copied off, and of... they can yeah they can get together with the coconut oil. Look at that cross yeah. intersectionality. Mm. Um, but anyway, he chipped the internet last week while we uh had already recorded an episode. We were away. Um, I just 
I mean, I, I think everybody already knew, but we didn't have video proof of how big his dick was. And then that just helped everybody out. And so that was a blessing. I just also would like to pray for Nikki and hope that she's had vaginal rejuvenation after That's why him. she on break. Nikki was spotted at the Popeye. Yeah, because she's trying to eat. She's trying to keep her walls together. So she's trying to fill her throat, but keep her hole empty. Because her hole been through a lot. I just, I really would also like to pray for Meek Mill and Nas because they had to come after that. And so coming after that, and I just really, don't, in my spirit animal, I don't feel like Meek Mill or Nas has a bigger Nas, mm. I don't feel like, I just don't feel like it. I think that they both might be cruising on average. The Inflamil formula changed after Nas. So Meek Mill, maybe. Yeah, there was a UK study that said the average size of dicks have, has went up with millennials. So it could very well be quote-unquote in the water or in the infamil mm-hmm. so um or the similac because who buys the name brand but um i definitely have been on the metro including today yikes here in dc and i was like mm, mm. but then like i reached down deep i'm like 35 years old or minimal i might you know you look at it and you're intrigued it's cute and things but mm, uh, he ain't old enough you just went from dick size to whether you can date a nigga on the metro. This under thirty five years of age. Work out. Um, also, last week we um spoke a bitch up and we we did who we yeah up? yeah um we added some relevance to her name and then I guess maybe she heard the episode somebody heard, somebody told her about the episode. Girl, you seen this? And then she decided she was gonna run for Congress after this. Whoa. I was like, wait. No, 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 no. We no, were dragging no, you. We weren't no, inspiring you to run for Congress. No, Stacey we Dash. We were telling you to go update your notes. Stacey we Dash is running for Congress. And last week, and we were literally dragging her for not being someone worthy of such what neighborhood? Office. Baldwin Hills? You know, like, they it's, did Baldwin Hills on BET just to classy. It's a black neighborhood but, in L.A. that she's running for um, the House of Representatives. It's called Compton. Stacy Dash is running to, for the things in Compton. No, no, my mama watched the news and my mama said no. So me, as a girl who don't know nothing about nothing, when I go to the poll, my mama said no. Me, I don't got nothing on it. I don't even know enough to research it for myself. My mama said no. Bye, Stacy Dash. Also a valued daughter of Christ. Um, my mama or these. <laughs> R.I.P. to my mom, but she well, Stacey Dash is just she don't have a choice. So there's that. <laughs> she lost. Mm. Um, invest in your Instagram um, business profile and buy some. Ads. Find a rich white man. That's probably her best bet. If she just found a rich white man, she could just log off of all of social media, enjoy his money, and listen to him talk about how Donald Trump is great. That would be the best scenario for Stacey Dash at this moment. Have mixed kids and tell her mixed kids that they are really, um, they're not black. No shade. I they're see, other than. I could see Stacey Dash um, endorsing a dating app, finding love on the app, and telling people how, oh my God, the adversary to Mesh.com has been great to my life. I don't think that she, for the next five years minimum, should speak anything about politics or dating or blah things if it's not with a chick. And she already don't like her um movie chicks, so 
Well, she's definitely about to be speaking a lot of politics over the next couple of years in in the wake of this run. Um, but I wish her the best. Um, I just the enemy is busy out here. I want y'all to know the enemy is fucking busy. And so, for a lot somebody, of girls, and so the enemy. And so, if somebody like Stacey Dash is running for House of Representatives, like I've said to y'all in previous episodes, do not hesitate to think that you cannot be running as well. Because Stacey Dash don't possess no qualities of nothing, of any potential or intelligence. So, there's that. When mentioning the enemy being on the cross side, who else is the devil? The devil is who you pick for... Don't sip tea when you expect it to talk. This your part to talk, so I have to talk when you don't talk. Have you recorded a podcast before? An award-winning podcast? What's up? I would like Monique <laughs> to. Oh my god. Be disconnected from all my filters. You took us back to week three of here for a podcast. We are award-winning at this point. Is Monique award-winning for her? Comedy? She has won one of. Uh, some of she the got awards. three trophies from like oh one. She's won some of the awards, yes. Um, but since I'm, I've asked her on multiple occasions to disconnect from social media. I am now asking social media to disconnect me from Monique. Okay. Um, there need to be some filters in place where I don't have to see this shit no more. Yes, the Breakfast Club shit was funny. It was cute. The last three minutes of it, where she was talking to Lenard. But I'm really tired of offering someone somebody seats that will not sit. There was a seat at the Breakfast Club, but she was standing up. <laughs> she refused, her purse. just like, refused to sit, sit down. Sit, shh, sit down. Sit down. She will not sit. However many seats that are offered shh, to her, sit down. She will not sit. That's like a t-shirt. Shh, sit down. I'm sorry. The same story. Uh, being remixed hey. and thrown in the, in a circle, like it's um, Atlanta pussy again. Oh wow. Um, September Pride or Winter Pride. In, in September because you know that'd be really hot and then it'd be really claustrophobic in the it'd clubs. be really hot but the girls would still September. be like I'm gonna throw this pussy in a circle and that's what Monique is continuing to do throughout the season she's gonna throw that pussy throw that boring old rehashed bad story where you know you have all and everybody who's against you they just against blackness and they against black culture it's wrong. It's a false equivalency, and I need it to be filtered out of my goddamn timeline from here the fuck on out. I don't have any colorful commentary on that, so... Also, speaking of other storylines that need to be filtered from my timeline, I am done talking about what's left of the Queen's Court. Bye. Um, I wish T.S. Madison the best. T.S. Madison, I love you. I want everything for you. You are in Australia right now. She was vaguely alluding to while getting dressed, while putting her wig on, while adjusting her second 301 lash. Bitch, don't make me move the show to 8 o'clock. Because I said 10 on purpose. I can move the show to 8 o'clock. So you won't have no... And then what? So nobody be watching you. It's kind of Donald Trump. Don't don't call them by their name. <laughs> no Oscar alert. Um, <laughs> call me by your own name. So, don't make me move the show to 8 o'clock. Gay. I'm trying to be supportive. Talk that talk, Queen. You know I live for a good old talk that talk. We talked about this offline. Talk that talk. But you got to have accolades to talk that talk with. And when it comes to Kaya versus TS. Mm, who got the talk? Ratikita. 
Okay. <laughs> That's all I got for that. <laughs> 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 I put curses on you, bitches. Okay. Um, I'm just my asshole and my spirit. Excuse me, sir. I'm talking to you, Andy Superman. Don't make me move the Run Matter show to eight o'clock. You can move it to whatever time you want to Bitch. be on. Bitch. Um, Bitch. You can put it on, put it on right. What do I call you? Because you don't have a name. Call you by your name. You don't have a name. My name is AKA Master Pipe Player. Oh. I just put me in my place. <laughs> I addressed that earlier. But again, like I said, this um this whole storyline, I don't care no more. If the Queen's Court is gonna come back, cool, let it come back. Hopefully they do. March great. is nineteenth. March nineteenth, she said they were gonna be she was gonna I'm be tuning back. I am tuning into the Queen. Are you tuning into I don't think so. Um but I'm definitely not t- tuning into the gag order because that's the what moving on right. So again, it's it's worried my it's just I uh, Tamar was on Instagram this weekend. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that means. I'm just trying to change the subject. Oh what? The girls used to get frowsy when Tamar was on the internet. Tamar, I'm gonna do shit for me. What's up? She got a dick nine and a half, eight and a half. What's up? Um, no. Also, no one cares about that. <laughs> Girl. What's uh, up? Before we get to dragging drag, mm. Mm. I just would like to say... You know, we have like four more topics before this, so save that for us. I just would like to say... Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to Untucked coming back, because Untucked has been missed. Amen. And so, that's the polite and the RuPaul's good RuPaul's Drag Race, Untucked, is coming back on VH1 for season 10 so there will be 1.5 hours of drag race and 30 additional minutes for untucked imagine what your pussy has got to be like for production and corporate to be like you know what yes your show deserves because if it came to two hours of love and hip-hop new york production uh i don't even get an hour now i don't even got that much content and then the studio would have been like, mm, we ain't even finna give you that much of our airtime, girl. But shout out to RuPaul's Drag Race, season 10, being 1.5 hours of show, an additional 30 minutes of content behind the scenes because fans demand it. Mm-hmm. And so the studio has had to produce it. Mm-hmm. And um, corporate has had to allot time for it on the television screen. Your pussy got to be re- not real big, because we don't want no big old pussy, but real tight. It's got to be real moist, still. Wow. And your clitoris has got to definitely have all of its functions. Well, again, in that in that scenario, the... the are you re- wrapping up the things? The In that scenario, they are definitely the bad getters of that. Like, they have... Taken over VH1 the way that yeah. they took over, um, what was the gay channel? Logo. 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 Think differently. Yeah. Lo- Logo was the channel that really no one was even watching outside of Queerest Folk and Noah's Art. And then when um, Drag Race came along, everybody was just watching Logo just for that. And I really feel like the, the shift has changed over to VH1. So that's a great. Great, great, great move in that aspect. We'll get to others later. Um, it was year nineteen, 
And then RuPaul was like, I need to grow and expand my brand. And 20 years ago, I started out on VH1 with the RuPaul show. So I definitely, for the 20-year anniversary of my solo series, would like to come back and pay respect to the channel that started everything for me. Mm-hmm. So shout out to RuPaul. In TV land anyway, because she was already a legend and icon before her. Oh, she was oh ever here we go. TV. Identifying as he or she. Here we go. Well, he's identified as both. In, in both characters, we in both will roles. get there. The, oh, this is the first time I've ever said that. We will get there. Oh, yeah, work out. So you um, stay calm, um, bottom. Mm. Ain't this wishful thinking? <laughs> right. The girls are weary. The girls are weary. I am weary because I was. also. If you have not seen the Obamas photo booth selfies, go and find the photo booth selfies on Google right now. I promise. You will get the butterflies, the smiles, the tingles, and the jingles, and the feels, and all of that because it is so cute. They are one; they've always been couple goals, but to see them so down to earth doing regular people shit is the cutest fucking thing. And they just dropped these um, photo booth selfies like two or three days ago, and it was the cutest thing. It's like Barack being silly, basically unpres- unpresidential. Um and um, I almost called her Melania. Come through, come through. Michelle and Michelle just being like in awe and being in love and attracted to her husband. the The selfies were so so good. So if you have not seen these selfies, go make sure you take a look. It's going to be the happiness of your day. Um. Also, I want to shout out our girl Taraji P. For uh, reading and throwing shade to Ryan Seacrest. To Gathering his, their chins, literally. To his face. Getting their chins together. And it wasn't like he didn't know the reads were coming. And it wasn't like he didn't interpret what the reads were. Not he like did. the delay that E! News Network had impacted on the girls was going to be relevant. This is Ryan Seacrest's conversation with Taraji P. Henson. What delay? And she still gathered his goddamn ass. And I don't care who the fuck he interviewed for the rest of the whole goddamn three hours he was out there. When it came to Taraji P. Henson, aired the whole thing unedited. Well, Shout out to my sister. There was no other interview that was more infamous than that one um, Sunday night from the Oscars. So Taraji P. Henson said, the universe has a way of taking care of good people. Amen. Know what I mean? Know what I mean? And she, she grabbed his chin mm. and looked at him right in the fucking eye in response to um, his sexual his allegations, sexual, sexual harassment. No Harvey, well, a lot of Harvey Weinstein. Well, we don't know. We don't know if it was direct. E News Network was like, we had studied and we could not find nothing because a lot of y'all girls is interns. That's why I didn't find nothing. Ugh. So, yeah, it could very well be just sexual harassment. It could be all the way up to sexual assault. We don't know yet, but we know that there's something. And no, they concluded their investigation. E! News Network said they don't have anything. And Taraji was like, uh, the number one girls on Fox compared to E! My, one, Taraji's network is bigger. Two, she must know something because she's not out here risking all of her things as a black woman in America. With a C and an A, not the KKKA. She not risking all her things if she ain't got her steps order in the Lord. How about that? So, hey, the universe has a strange way of taking care of the girls who have their things in order. 
grabs his chin, looks at him directly in his eyes. He five foot four, five foot seven, a white man in America, and she a black woman out here, the number one program on Fox. Girls begging for me to do an Instagram promo. Begging me to do an endorsement with a L'Oreal. And I'm busy with my boyfriend that y'all don't know nothing about. Beyonce out here talking about something dropping the top of her Maybach. I am, but I ain't got to talk about it. I'm mad. Oh, first of all, hold on, I'm mad. I just see it. I just put Taraji for Beyonce. Okay, I'm going to shut up. I'll serve it on time, <laughs> God. Okay. But Taraji got the coin is in addition to. Beyonce. I serve it on time. The overall value isn't the same, but Taraji get coin. Mm. I think her boyfriend's worth like thirty thousand dollars or something. Oh, mm. okay. Well, just you, you just gotta serve it on time, God. <laughs> yeah. Yes, sometimes he is. he'll show up and help you. Yes, sometimes. he will. Um, and so that's really important. Yeah. Also, I mean things. Also, um, in she deserves some discipline for what she did to Candy News. <laughs> The White House Communications Director, a.k.a. the Olivia Pope of Donald Trump's White House, has resigned. That means the shit is really about to hit the fan in the next few months. They do not have a communications director again. This is like the fourth one. Again. How many Olivia Popes do you have to fire in your White House? And then you're like, you know what? I hope everything goes well. No, it's, it's not going to go well. It's not going to go well. I just... I, I, huh? I mean, update your Twitter. Use the proper hashtags. She deserves some discipline for what she did to Candy, and that's Trump. The, you should definitely do an Instagram story and talk about being diplomatic with North Korea. Oh, North Korea said that, according to South Korea, yeah, North Korea is willing to have the conversation the- to disengage their nuclear program. Yeah, um, and they've also been in talks, and so there's some possible reality to that. Um, this week in sexual health, I would like to make sure that we talk about um, the pros and the cons of edging. So Definitely let's talk about the cons of edging, because I'd be, at the bottom, I'd be still out here. So what's the cons of edging for a bottom? I don't know, but I'm just please educate me on. I'm asking you to educate me because oh, you said you were out here. I was like, no, oh, I'm you know out. Ronald has to be at her guest confession. Help me stay in order. So, um, if you do not know what edging is, edging is masturbating to the moment of climax, and then stopping for either seconds or minutes, completely disengaging seconds. your hand or whatever. Seconds. Whatever you were using to masturbate with. Your flashlight. Yeah, whatever you were using to masturbate with. Completely disengaging so that the feeling, um, the actual orgasm does not occur. Oh my God. It's difficult. Mm. Oh, I can actually relate to this. I need to shut up and listen. Okay. So, when you get to that moment and then you allow yourself either seconds because you are a veteran because some people are veterans and they only need uh, some seconds. Some people need a minute. I'm like, okay, let me just put it down for a minute because if I put it, pull it back up in 30 seconds, I'm going to be right where I left off at and then I wasted a whole hour of my take time. Take off, no amigos. Mm. Chop. <laughs> That's take take under. Just Woo! Take anyway. off. Uh, anyway, so it can mean seconds or minutes depending on 
the your, your strength, your strength in the Lord. Um, and so you pick up where you left off after you've gotten to the point of, you know, you're not about to have an orgasm mm-hmm. and then you do it again and then you do it again and then you do it again. So you get to the point where you know, you want to have an orgasm that's going to be so explosive, so impactful, going to bring you so much closer to the Lord. Hashtag 24 karat magic. Oh, oh no, oh no. They don't make the carrots of magic that Edging had on this planet. No, 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 no. This is this is better Sorry, than gold. Sorry, Cardi B, for the um, opening antiques. No, I'm not. She, she's still... Um, so anyway, that's what Edging is. There is a movement out that is called the No Fap Movement. The No oh. Fap girls are people that say you should not do this. It's rewiring of your brain. You should abstain from getting an orgasm you should just soak up the testosterone soak up the nut back in you it's gonna make you stronger it's gonna make you this and that and just aka just do it the nike quotes (laughs) and i am obviously in opposition (laughs) um anytime that you can get you a nut and get you a great nut you should be doing it there are many many psychological and psychiatric studies out there that show people that have regular normal um frequent orgasms experience a lot more dopamine releases in their lives um and are a lot less addicted to other things and other gateway drugs and so if edging is going to get you by to get you to not be on um pmp and um, tea and crystal meth and all of that. I say edge the fuck on my brother. Figure out how to make it an art form. Make sure you make some videos. Send us the videos of your explosions. We would really appreciate that for research purposes. Um, but do not subscribe to the the um, no fap girls. Their things are only based in um, opinions. And not in science or fact-based reality. And uh, I encourage you to look up some of their videos on YouTube. And you can see some of the things that they say. And some of the things that they are absolutely wrong about. And I, as a person who edges regularly, um, stand in direct opposition of it. And that is this week's sexual health. Thank you guys so much for leaving us reviews on Apple Podcasts. Definitely go to your Apple Podcast app on your iPhone. Search for Here For It Podcast and click um, write review. Our latest review says, oh, how I love thee. Amen. Mm. Listening to Here For It Podcast is the motivation to get me through the week. They are riveting, funny, charismatic, educating, and entertaining. Highly recommended to all I know. Hashtag Here For It Podcast. So, shout out to Jay Tamir, who left us their review on Apple Podcasts. This week, in social studies... Wakanda forever. What they mean? I mean, I know what that means, but what are you saying that to me? I was saying this? that to his comments about all the great things that he was saying about us. Wakanda forever. We I know he included like five comments. Yeah. He was like, funny, charismatic. Wakanda forever. Educating, entertaining. I'm like, yes, come on, comma. Call salute, my nigga. Comma. Call saying salute. Talk this up. I'm with you. Um, this week in social studies, I am so excited for this. I planned all week, and I hope you enjoyed 
this what's about to happen social studies in memoriam of one girl five gays they used to come on logo back mm-hmm. when child cable and logo wasn't that important on the networks um we are going to do 10 you know on one girl five gays they used to do 21 questions mm-hmm. so here's the first question in memoriam of one girl five gays on logo mm-hmm which they should bring back since they've already brought back the queer eye for the straight guy and it looks trash. It's just called Queer Eye now. Whatever. No, it's really Have you watched it? No, I don't want to. It's re- Oh my god. I've seen like 3 episodes. On oh, episode 4, episode 4 is supposed to be really 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 good. So I haven't watched episode 4 yet until I'm in a place where I am willing to receive what they meant with the You're a bottom. You should always be willing to receive. Hmm. <laughs> I'm caught off guard. Okay, so my point makes one girl five gays because you're trying to catch me out here, and I'm not. I'm be. trying to get you caught out here so I can go to a wedding. I will say, child, please catch me. Eleven and a half, twelve. No pause. Child on the ring finger. He uh, that might have sounded like a dick request. In memorial of uh, in memoriam of one girl five gays. Mm-hmm. Our first question is: Do men of different races have sex differently? Yes. Um, white men, in my humble opinion and experience, they go to other extremes that some other races and and ethnicities don't. I'm not saying that black men don't do no crazy shit because we do. Oh I'm not God. saying no Indian American or regular Indian or Native American or Hispanic people don't do no crazy shit because they do, but. Overwhelmingly, the majority of the people that we look at when we look at scatophilia and coprophilia and things like that are Caucasian. So it seems like to me, yes, there's some differences. Is it across the board? No, because I'm sure there's some white gays out there that just have regular born ass missionary ass sex. Sure, and but then dog is fun. They do that for anniversaries. Oh, um, but. The Caucasians that need to have a sketchy sex where we're pretending to um, be in a college dorm and you ain't even went to college. Um, oh, wow. And we at the gangbang oh, wow. and everybody knocking on the door to come in to fuck knock, the next thing. gangbang alert. And they're pissing on me and, and coming inside me. And, what? How much regular sex did y'all have before y'all had to get to here? And then say, you know, I need to do this so I can just reach my this next level. This is exciting. This is exciting. Yeah. And so it just boring. seems to me that our Caucasian brothers and sisters, and I do mean sisters as well because they go there, um, just they've gotten to sexual exploration a lot faster and a lot more furious than the other ethnicities. Well, I also sent you the results that the CDC sent to me because you know, I'm a blogger. So the CDC sends me results. Um, the CDC had intended on 300,000 um, white girls to receive PrEP. And 41,000 girls are receiving PrEP. But the CDC also intended for 500,000 black and African American people to receive PrEP. But only 7,000 people are receiving PrEP. So, of course, they can be more adventurous because they're more likely to get the pill that they need to protect them against the number one perceived thing out here in the it's not a perception like there's nothing that is killed there's not an STI or STD that has killed more people than HIV that's not a perception that's only a fact 
well, the girls that are on PrEP. Because the CDC perceived 500,000 black people would take PrEP when it became on the market. And I, yeah. I, as I said, I sent you the mm-hmm. the results that the CDC sent to me because no, they expect me to blog it. Only 5,000 black people have received PrEP. I agree. And and, and that's... So what, what percentage is that? We expected 500,000, but it's only... Was it 7,000? 5,000 to 7,000 black girls are on it. Um, But that's why our work is not done. And the work yeah. that this podcast is doing and the work that um, I have been doing personally outside of this podcast Prep is, Squad DC. is absolutely the reason why I want to negate that study. And I read the study and I understand it completely. But that study is um, a culmination of what has been going on for the last year or two years mm-hmm. when people have been slut shaming people that are on prep. Um it's grown in popularity and therefore more people are talking about it and saying, oh, well, you're only taking it because you just want to have raw sex with everybody. You want to get true. fucked at the... It, that's not a true statement. People are saying that. That is that is a true statement, but that's not why... That's not the main goal or the reason or the the juncture I of, do want to get fucked by everybody raw at the party. <laughs> I don't know. I was talking well, about can, me. Okay, I was talking well, about me. Well, you, I. Well, you use that I statement. I, you use I, that I statement and say I. Raw sex is amazing. I'm not discounting that. Uh, but that's why I was saying I. Okay. I was so, I, me. So you just use the I statement. RonaldMatters.com. RonaldMatters.com. Put my whole like brain behind that. To get fucked by <laughs> multiple people and be on prep so that he amazing. I don't will take not prep, but. become HIV positive at some mm-hmm. point and that is a blessing for those of you that do not you don't have to be in gangbang situations or extremely risky sex situations to be on prep you can be on prep because you do not want to be a part of the tens of millions of people that have died in just regular sex missionary doggy with their boyfriends and with then his leg up in one position for three minutes now I'm positive. Like, oh my god, this even one knows. Because you don't, you sex. Don't... I wanted to be positive at. Like, girl, you didn't even do nothing special. Right. I'm positive. And now, and that is a, a lot of people's stories. Is I, I am now positive because I was with a lover and I thought we were in a. He um, was his dick wasn't even good. And I'm positive for that. Um, and they thought that they were in a monogamous relationship. And the oh, person, they, it was a hard relationship. Okay. No, I've heard that story so many times. People that thought that they were in a monogamous relationship and the only person that was monogamous was the person that got HIV. Oh, I was talking about God. God is the only person monogamous because he loves me eternally. Oh. The second question we got to him. Okay. Cooking blank is the way to my heart. Um, ooh, cooking gumbo. If I found a nigga that could cook gumbo the way that I like gumbo. Gumbo could go... It's like five different. Categories. I know, but seafood gumbo or. But that's what I mean. The hearty healthy gumbo that includes all the protein. And nobody's the nobody's gonna cook heart healthy pro. Nobody's gonna cook heart healthy gumbo for me. That's okay. not gonna happen. But like, that's what I mean. So that's like a a key lobster, shrimp. What else is in a seafood gumbo? I'm not telling because all these niggas don't get the key, keys. That's it's not the, a, that's the segment. That's not. It's, I'm not giving these niggas major keys to my heart. <laughs> no I'm saying If I find a nigga That can cook gumbo The way that I love gumbo That is a major key I'm not telling you how to I'm not giving you The fucking <laughs> ingredients Girl go to our Patreon And I might Give you one or two Um 
a quality seasoned chicken breast. One quality, two seasoned. It can be a chicken breast. You bake it and throw it in the oven for 30, 45 minutes. Don't require a lot of work. That's a good way to my heart because chicken breast, I have struggled to season the chicken breast for myself, for me. So if you can figure it out, nigga, what's your recipe? I think I love you. Yeah. Um, the third question is, when was the last time you hurt someone's feelings? Um, I'm watching the episode, and I copied this on purpose. When was the last time you can admit, I guess, that you hurt someone's feelings? Like, damn. I just hurt them. Like, maybe you didn't intend to, but like with their response, you, oh, wow. Wow. That did not go the way that I intended. Um, I heard someone's feelings today. Again, I work already in, in <laughs> HR. And so um, there was a gentleman that thought he was really qualified for a position. I was reading over his resume and I was like, uh, sure, okay. We were talking on the phone. He really thought that he, he was, you know, the biz naive. And I was like, you're mm. not. You're not going to fit. And he was like, so when do I get to come in for an interview? And I was like, well, I'm going to get back to you on that. And then he was like, so how do I stack up to other applicants? And I'm like, well, we're going to get back to you on that. That's what BuzzFeed tell and, me to ask on the, like, when I look at the BuzzFeed, top 17 questions to ask on the resume. Yeah. And you're like, no, nah, don't ask me that. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, that's not going to, it's not going to turn out well. Um, so I hurt someone's feelings today with oh, that, I'm sure. Cause he had been out of work for a while. And again, I, I know that struggle, but I couldn't in good conscience, Hire him for something that he wasn't qualified for, so I hurt his feelings. Have you ever been called a gay slur? Yes. Um, I think I might have been called a gay slur on the train today, but I had my <laughs> headphone on, and I was like, "I'm not. I don't. I'm not in a position to fight you. I have something to do later on tonight. I don't have time to go to jail." Um, but I, I, I'm absolutely positive that I've been called a fag or faggot, faggots. Only the f word is a gay slur. Multiple times. I'm just using that as an example. Okay, I'm asking. There's multiple. Because you could be called trans. Because, you know, that's the thing now with my fave. I have called someone. I have thought someone was trans, and then they weren't, and they were a real boy. Mm. Ooh, twice. <laughs> and, then, and one was real famous. And I was like, I thought you was trans. And he was like, no, I'm a, I'm a boy. I'm like, all right. All right. Every time I see him, he still looks trans, though. Hashtag no Pinocchio. <laughs> um, name something that you hate shopping for. Um, I hate shopping for uh, draws. I would much more rather them be gifted to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, as long as they know my size. And then I'm like, oh, okay. Small. I'm like, okay, I like these. These fit. These are cute. You know, something unexpected. Because when I buy things that I expect, things that I want in draws, they just become regular. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, I can just wear this in our house. I can't wear this on the photo shoot. Something that I hate shopping for is tissue. And I think that it's weird because as a bottom, definitely for wiping as a bottom, you should know which brand or kind of tissue you like. I know it's Charmin, but I can never tell if it's the red label Charmin or the blue label Charmin. And then I go to Target and I stand there every single time. And I'm like... I can't remember if it's the red label Charmin or the... I'm currently on the red label, but I don't think I like it. But I know if I buy the blue label Charmin... Is it? No, is it Angel Soft? I don't know. Buying tissue as a bottom is definitely difficult for me because bottoms are expected to have the softest, the most succulent, the most... And I feel like 
the tissue that you use every day is definitely a part of that as a bottom. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what kind of tissue I like as a bottom. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they make me gay. Probably. Um, the next question is, do do do, and then my notes was like, "Hello, fuck your note, your um live recording podcast." Um, nope, this is the last episode. Uh, uh, episode fifty one. Here we go. Oh my god. Oh. Uh, did I delete the note? Wow. I told y'all the devil was busy. The devil is so busy to tell y'all here for Wow. Um, something else I also hate shopping for. I hate shopping for shoes. Um, I haven't even been shoe shopping in a long, 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 long time. But when I do go shoe shopping, I know exactly what I want to go get because I know what I'm gonna wear with it. And I'm like, okay, I need a black boot. Or I need these J's, or I need this to go with it. And if I don't find those, then I'm mad, and then I don't want to do it no more. And I leave, and then I just wear what the fuck I got. So let me know if y'all identify with that. It's also weird for me because as a bottom, I want to be on trend with the um, the spike shoes that everybody's wearing. They're not all Louboutins, but I just feel really weird because everybody's wearing these little spike shoes. And I saw somebody today with their ankles out. And I was like, sir, it's 47 degrees here in D.C. I understand if you want to wear the those full Christian Louboutins with your ankles out. But um, this sounds like a summer month thing. And this isn't that. So if you could please fix that as soon as possible, that would be amazing for me. And I really um, just don't have the time for the things that you're about to put us through. So, get this together, order your steps in the Lord, and, yeah, just call us back when you have those things done. Um, This week's task, hashtag today's task, is which question would you like for us to ask in our next video, in our next podcast, because we are definitely looking for questions that you guys want for us to answer. So, um, go to hereforpod at gmail.com. Here for a pod on Instagram and definitely any inbox where you can find us on the internet because we love you guys. Most of you. Um, yeah. Except that one person who loves us and we don't love them back. Well, we got some hate watchers out there that just be listening and then Oh my subscribe. god, I wanna hate watch you tonight. Oh yeah, I wanna hate watch you <sighs> I wanna hate watch. Oh yeah. Bless their heart. <laughs> um you had some show notes about um, our favorite Thursday pastime. Beyonce. All right, cool. Um, Chelsea um, Clinton. Yeah. And who do you think I was going to talk about? I don't know. RuPaul Charles, born in 1957, 1961. That is, if you want to gag me, the million dollar question is which year was RuPaul Charles born in? My things, do I go through the the headline first to go through my uh-huh. it's your world okay so RuPaul did an interview with the magazine this week and RuPaul was asked do you think that an openly trans person will get to compete on a season of RuPaul's Drag Race the first two words out of RuPaul's mouth probably not there was not a definitely yes it was definitely not a definite no 
Tyra Banks, when it comes to America's Next Top Model, has done an all-boys season. She's done a boys and girls season. She's gone back to all girls. But when RuPaul says probably this or that, the girls get, oh my God, that sounds like a definite answer. And RuPaul is transphobic. And RuPaul don't deserve to um, have access to shrimp and grits. RuPaul don't get to deserve to celebrate um, Thanksgiving. RuPaul don't deserve nothing for Christmas. RuPaul said probably. Girl, pro- probably, girl. I don't know. And given the fact that um, Carmen Carrera, um, Sonique, Monica Beverly Hills, Peppermint. And you know, people who lived, who turned, who applied to RuPaul's drag race as drag queens later found out that they wanted to live their lives as real women. Those people, the early additions to the cast, well, some of them were already semi-identifying as trans with they their were friends and family. Working on those things, but they knew that they needed to get a platform. Getting those things, and to get that platform, they mm-hmm. couldn't be a, they couldn't be a trans woman because being a trans woman disqualifies you from Drag Race all the way up through season ten now of Drag Race and three seasons of All Stars. So, unfortunately, um, I think that RuPaul kind of forced some of these girls into the closet. Of being trans because some of them were already on their transition up until their season and throughout their season. And even as most recently as Peppermint, she was like in the top four of season nine. She was in her transition. The only thing she was missing, she was already actually taking hormones before she was even on Drag Race. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing she was missing in her transition is not to say that you have to have these things to be in transition was she was getting breasts. And that is the the line of demarcation that RuPaul is sitting at right now is saying, well, you can't be getting this these plastic surgeries to become trans and then be on a drag queen show where we have all of these drag queens that are doing tens of thousands and hundreds of thousands of dollars in plastic surgeries all the time to look as close to women as long as it's but not But still there. identifying as male. That's cool. But they're still doing all of these women plastic surgeries to look and give the aesthetic of a woman outside of breasts and a vagina. They're getting tits. They're getting ass. They're getting lips. They're getting face. They're getting mm-hmm. all these other things mm-hmm. that will help them look and feel more like a woman. But and there are two procedures. There are specifically two procedures that people who identify as trans who want to live their life as female. There's two procedures that they get. One is There's not only two. breast implants. Mm-hmm. And then the second one is the down there surgery. The finals, they call it the quote final surgery. The, the two terms the are top res- and bottom surgery. The gender reassignment surgery. So when it comes to saying that you are a man who identifies as a woman, you either do this for pleasure or you do this for a check. So you will get your little hips implanted. Hey, shout out to me because a lot of white girls going to get hip implants. Um, you get your lips done. You get your cheeks um, inflated with Botox. You get your forehead done so you can so it can be flat. So you can put your foundation on and not have to spend 30 minutes trying to get your wrinkles out. I mean, like when it comes to a man trying to identify as a woman is one thing. But for a person who identifies as a woman... This is my everyday thing. Don't make a joke out of this. This is not primetime television. This is me when I wake up. I feel like given the earlier experiences of RuPaul 
RuPaul Drag Race season one through nine and All Stars one and two. When it came to Sonique, when it came to Carmen Carrera, when it came to other people who have oh other people who have identified as trans, those situations have all resulted in I identify as female. I do drag race because you know, drag race gave me a platform. And I had to continue to go out here and produce results for those people who follow me, support me, and helped me get to where I am. But I, I really identify as... Like, Sonique was amazing. Sonique. Sonique, for me, was amazing. And so then when she came out on RuPaul's Drag Race Season 1, Season 2, and identified as trans, like, yeah, I did RuPaul's Drag Race because I need the coin to finish paying for my surgeries, girl. What's up? Those were the type of experiences RuPaul looked back to when RuPaul was, and then intent is important. Those were the those were the experiences that RuPaul looked back to, and with intent, RuPaul was like, "Well, all of these girls have said this, then mm, drag is drag men playing women, and mm, it's not people who identify as female all day every day and just want to go to the fucking grocery store." And get some pepper because they're trying to go home and season they um lemon pepper wings. It's different. Wearing breastplates, tucking, doing your couch pillows for thigh pads. It's different than when you identify as female. Yes, no. No. Um, um the answer is no because these these people identified as those things prior to. And you would not admire them any less. Because they identified as a woman or if they identified as a man. Sonique, Monica Beverly Hills, um, Carmen Carrera, Gia Peppermint, Gia Gunn as well. Jiggly Caliente. Jiggly Caliente. They all were on these same tracks before they were ever even known, before we ever even knew their names. Um, and so because they identified as just a drag queen and not a trans girl before we saw them on TV does not make their story less than or um, make them someone that shouldn't even be able to compete in these type of uh, TV shows. Because had they been as forthright as saying, I'm planning on getting the top surgery or I'm planning on getting the bottom surgery or I'm planning on getting the hormones, then they may not have ever been on the shows. And had had they not ever been on the shows, we now we would have not been able to see their talent. We would not have been able to see um, their stories because some of them have larger stories than becoming trans. Yes, some of them have stories about um, becoming HIV positive. Mm-hmm. Has stories about ab- abandonment. We would not have seen those stories had we just excluded them because they were in flux of transition. They were about to transition or already on the way of transitioning. And so that's why I feel like RuPaul is dead wrong. And excluding trans people from this platform because obviously this platform is going to be a platform filled with people that are going to become trans at some point. Not full, not all, mm-hmm. some. And even if they don't have the top or bottom surgery, which is quote unquote would make someone trans or how people look at it from that physical perspective, there again, there are so many contestants that have had tens of thousands of dollars of plastic surgery to become more feminine and to become more woman-like to add to the craft. 
And so I think that RuPaul is absolutely dead wrong. I think that um, his age um, and his role in the community yes. okay. has made his opinion this way. And it's mostly because he is not trans. He doesn't want to be trans. He just wants to be a Very male. traditional. He wants to be a male that does drag. And there's nothing wrong with that because that art form is uh, very relative and it's very important and it's the reason why we love it all. But he also needs to look past his own art form to say there can be another RuPaul that is not just a man. There can be another RuPaul that can be just that can be trans. There can be a a, a RuPaul. There can be a, a yeah, because you definitely you can't blaze the trail and hope that the yeah. next generation behind you. Doesn't have to work as hard or go as far to sit. What's my trans man um, crush's name? A um, Late Ashley. Late Ashley. Ashley can't be on RuPaul's Drag Race because he used to have a vagina and he might have a penis now. He probably could do everything that all these challenges um, are being brought about for these drag queens and then some because of his industry knowledge and because of you know the the trails that he's blazed mm-hmm. and so we would exclude someone like late ashley we would exclude someone like there's so many king, like we would like we would exclude king amaya why would we exclude king amaya king amaya amaya scott amaya is scott, amazing um, um the most amazing amaya scott is the amazing. most amazing black transsexual that we have ever seen i have ever seen Ever and we I would exclude we would exclude her one not that she needs but, this but she identifies as female lives her life as female and but she's being tra- her tra- her specific trans journey is not about drag no it's not but most trans girls identities started off with drag started because off with drag. yep I agree they didn't have forty thousand dollars for the surgery or ten thousand dollars for mm-hmm. the meds mm-hmm. so. I don't know King Amaya's story, right. Amaya Scott's story from the very beginning, but I can almost... Star is an amazing show. First of it all, is. renewed for multiple seasons beyond this one it just had. And that's a blessing. Show but I can almost guarantee you that leading. young Princess Amaya Scott, before plastic surgery, before um, hormones, mm-hmm. she was experimenting with wigs, makeup, and costumes. Okay. I can almost guarantee you that. And so many trans people's journey starts there and then they decide, you know, this ain't even just for fun. This is not even just for work. I really just want to be a woman. And that is bigger than RuPaul's Drag Race. And that's the moment and the the point that RuPaul is missing. And unfortunately, RuPaul may just be just too fucking old or, to see you that know, point. I love asking the fans to vote and call in. But this ain't this ain't the first time this has come up. This, this is not is the first not, time. This is not. I don't disagree. If it was about the fan vote, oh the fans would have already pushed past this already. But this so is my fave is problematic. Okay, this yeah, one, this unfortunately, sounds... our fave is. Um, but this is not the first time this has came up, and RuPaul has dug her heels in and been stubborn and say that I alone get to decide what drag is and unfortunately just because you're the most popular and the most relevant does not mean that you get to decide what it means you don't get to make the definition and i'm not here for it rupaul tweeted each morning i pray to set aside everything i think i know so i may have an open mind and a new experience i understand and regret the hurt i have caused the trans community are heroes of our shared LGBTQ movement. You are my teachers. Mm. But 
And so I agree with that because I definitely, as I said earlier, you can introduce men to your America's Next Top Model competition on cycle 19. You can do a boys and girls cycle Cycle 20. But see, this is why uh, I know it's close-minded. Uh, this is why I know but it's RuPaul's, close-minded. But when the question was asked to RuPaul, RuPaul said, probably not. RuPaul did... The whole thing that started it all, would you allow an uh, openly trans person? RuPaul said, probably not. There was not a definite yes, a definite no. Ru said, probably not, given the things that I've seen in the past. But RuPaul did not definitely say, girl, child, no, I don't care if it's cycle 2047, girl, y'all hoes better not apply. Save your goddamn tapes, because I don't even want to watch them. Don't even have my friend watch y'all goddamn tired-ass, lame-ass tapes. RuPaul just said, probably, mm, given the things that I've seen, mm, live your life as a woman full-time versus being a man and dressing up as a woman and spending $1,000 on a breastplate, those things are different. Those things are really different. That's what Rue said. Rue did what your mama would do when you ask your mama, can you go to the movies on Friday? Ask your daddy. <laughs> ask your daddy or, I don't know, let me see. That means no. Uh-huh. That don't mean no. Well, I'm going to leave the doorway open because, again, like I said, there have been 10 seasons of this show, three seasons of All-Stars. RuPaul could have opened these doors to these people that he knows Mm-hmm. It ain't like these people are just strangers to him. He don't know nothing about this experience. He don't know nothing about the transition. He he knows this, and he's stuck in his own shit. And that's the intersectionality a lot of gay it's people. The elderly tease. It's not even well. That is a uh, that is one section, but it's the intersexual intersectionality that a lot of gay people um, fuck up often because. We retreat to our own corners and we retreat to our own clouds and our own bubbles and say, oh, well, that's other. And since that's trans, um, that don't fit over here in my I dynamic. I don't feel like Rue did that. I, I just don't feel like he, he did. He did. Like and he, he's continuing to do it because he he's a, we gave him a space. When somebody asked him that question and him knowing the trans journey and knowing the trans um, fight and the trans struggle, he could have said, I would love to have a, a great trans girl on my mm-hmm. show. Like, of course. Mm-hmm. There are girls with titties and ass and hips and lips and this and that. Ain't nobody looking up these girls' skirts to see if they got dicks. Because they're really not. Wow. We don't know if... Um, I don't know if Pepper We don't know if Shangela got still. a real... We don't know if Shangela got a penis okay. still. We don't know if Benda LaCreme or... Who's them other girls? Shout out to Benda LaCreme. Five out of six challenges. Just Any like, of the girls that are currently on Drag Race, nobody is checking their dicks before they get invited BTO to Drag Harrow. Race. Well, <laughs> nobody's checking their dicks, and so for for it to be so typecast against people that may or may not have dicks, or may or may not but have. RuPaul asked, said probably. RuPaul pro- said probably. I will go back to my same point when your mama said, "You probably not going to McDonald's this weekend. You ain't going to McDonald's. Okay. You ain't going to McDonald's. That's that's exactly what that means." There are five questions in our social studies segment that we did not answer this week, and we will answer them on the Patreon. Make sure you guys go to patreon.com forward slash here for a pod and we will give you um, some exclusive audio access, video content that you haven't seen there before. And, um, child, these are plenty of things. I have polish his kneecaps on there. What? I'm not, no, I'm not doing that. Polish your kneecaps on the Patreon. I'm not doing that. Um, (laughs) there are unreleased photos from, um, 
There is photos. Photo shoots that I have done. They will be released. All types of things. On our Patreon. And so if you would like to get that content first, and maybe only because maybe I will never release them, um, make sure you subscribe to our Patreon for at least a dollar a month. You can be in the know. Um, this week, my song for my soul has to do with my and our white chocolate queen. Oh, um, we got tree line. Who's there's only one Tina one. Marie. Tina Marie is the oh, only Tina Marie. Oh, Tina Marie. I should be trying to like because Tina Marie is the only one. Tina Marie is the only Tina one. Tina Marie. Her birthday was yesterday. Oh, for real? Her birthday oh. was yesterday. And um, rest in peace. We miss you. Rest in peace. Unfortunately, we don't have no music like you. Um, a couple of these girls are out here trying to duplicate you, but I said trying. Um, <laughs> Emphasis. Yeah. <laughs> So I want to make sure that we highlight Casanova Brown, which is one of my Come favorite on. Tina Marie songs. Uh-huh. If you don't know no Tina Marie songs, make sure you go and listen to Casanova Brown because Casanova Brown is me. Um, Casanova Brown is a song that Tina Marie sung in the late 80s. Um, it talks about a player that has turned into a lover. Like, she knew this nigga, nigga got shook. Hello. Yeah, she knew this nigga Turn was. On around. She knew this nigga was a fuck boy. Mm. She knew he wasn't shit. He was throwing and tossing and throwing and tossing and doing all of these great things. And she was like, mm, "Damn, but I might still get that nigga a chance." Mm-hmm. And she gave that nigga a chance, and he turned it on out. And so that's that's the feeling. That's the vibe mm-hmm. of Casanova Brown. Some hoes can be turned into housewives. That's the oh. lesson that. T- which one do you know any in DC? Because I don't want to write their names down. Because these hoes in DC can't be turned into nothing but a metro excess frequent flyer tease. She's jaded. Don't listen to her. Um, now I'm jaded because I'm 29. Cool. She's also not 29. I'm not 29. <laughs> um, she talks about the love that he sparked with her, regardless of her apprehensions. She obviously had apprehensions at first because this nigga was known as Casanova. And he was brown. He wasn't even the white Casanova. Can you imagine a black nigga Casanova? Like, he got moves. He got vibe. Mm-hmm. He got mouth. He got mouth. He got things. Um, and I just... My favorite line in the song is, I'll have my cake and eat it too. Casanova Brown. R.I.P. Tina Marie. The song for my soul this week is... Bobby Womack, that's the way I feel about you. Tried it. It's really weird because I was listening to my blues playlist this weekend. And then, like, so I put it on, like, um, playlist, recommended. And Bobby Womack, that's the way I feel about you came on. And it was so weird because it continued to be, like, blues songs that had, like, four-minute intros before the song even starts. Um, So Bobby Womack was talking about um, you know, life is funny when you look at it. Everybody wants love, but everybody is afraid of love. And I think that is so true when it comes to, especially the LGBT community, because you can expect men to do a lot of things, but communicate is definitely not one of them. So shout out to um, men who can communicate in 2018. But that's the way I feel about you. Especially when their phone is on. Oh well. <laughs> um, so Bobby Womack and all the things he gave with that's the way I feel about you. Being honest about his emotions, what he felt for the woman at the time. That just meant a lot to me. It just was 
Mm. What are you here for? Um, what I, are you here for? I am absolutely again. Black Panther three times. Yes. Amen. First off, why the fuck not? Amen. So Black Panther has uh, again given us another reason to be here for it this week. Um, again, if you have not seen it seven times by now, you are behind the power curve. Oh, um, the power curve. This seven and a half. What? How much is the power curve? Eight plus. Oh, got to be eight plus. Okay. Um, I'm 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 nervous because eight is a lot. Black Panther is staged to become a billion dollar movie this weekend. This week, when it comes out in China. This weekend, when it comes out in China. By yeah. Sunday, by the time that we record the next episode of this podcast, Black Panther is scheduled to be a billion dollar movie. 30 calendar days. I argued with a white... Uh, why? <laughs> I mean, I'm going to finish, but why? When you finish. I argued with a white colonizer on YouTube about the financial gains that this movie was going to make. He promised me... That she would only make 150 million. That the hype was not real. He promised you. Yeah, he did. He he since has deleted the video. You're like 800 million short. <laughs> mm. He needs to call his bank. Uh, he promised me it was only going to be a 150 million dollar movie. The cool. hype was really just you know based off of race baiting and this and that. Suicide and Squad did something in six months, but Black Panther did it in one week. But he his. The, Math man, I cool. I could spend twenty minutes gathering the he list was in of AP other classes. gathering the list of other movies that he went on to get a bachelor's. Gathering the list of other movies that have smashed, that have been smashed by Hashtag Black <laughs> that have been smashed by Black Panthers um, numbers, but we don't have time. Um, I just would like to rub it in the face of people that thought that this movie was not going to be what the fuck it is it is a billion dollar franchise movie on its first outing which has never been done before by any superhero. none none have done this on their first outing some have done it on the second some have done it on the third this was the first and for him as a black superhero to do what they said we would never be able to do is what I am absolutely unequivocally here for. I'm also here for the girl that outed the um the 36 gay priests and um the girls that was about to become cardinals, but they know not become cardinals anymore. There's an article in Newsweek about that. Hashtag Vatican. Um, thank you for that. I'll cover gay pastors in the closet another week. Woo! This week I had Rosa that I was gonna be here for. And then life happened. So, I just want to lead with, I know you get, a lot of verse people feel like I am against you, and verse people don't get the due diligence they deserve. It's, imagine being a bottom. Imagine being a bottom. So, verse people, I'm not anti-verse, but I just want to tell you about the last periodically time I have had. But haven't verse people been bottoms at some point then? Um. So, it says, verse niggas... Be honest from the jump. All caps for exclamation marks. Mm-hmm. Verse men, please be honest from the jump. Week one, he was in my inbox saying that he was a strict top. Week two, he was in my bed saying he ain't bottomed in three or four years given his last relationship. What's his jack name? 
Um, that was the person he thought that things were going to be magical and forever with. So, mm. then week three, we were on FaceTime while he was at work. And being real classy, he said, quote, given that I'm fully versed. A pop, pop, pop. Huh? Given that. First of all, that's like a comma. A dependent clause, comma, and you're about to give an independent clause after that. Very verse. <laughs> you're a little dependent and you're a little independent after you get through being dependent. Sweetheart, I'm an independent black woman. Sarcastically. 24 hours a day. You don't have to give a dependent clause and then be independent after that. I say what I mean and I mean what I say from the front to the back. <laughs> the subject and the predicate agree. Girl, include an adverb. Put your little semicolon after that. Include a... Um, what Mario you? remix. Put a little Uncle <laughs> Uncle Luke on there. Swing, Swing it on, it on back. Back. What the fuck? Given that I'm fully versed. Given the fuck that your number is blocked. Y'all verse people. Again, I know I sound anti-verse. Verse people, please be honest with me from the beginning. I give bottom. I, my voice is soft. I do all of the things that... Mm, Charmin soft. Mm, Scott saw girl like, I don't even know. This might be even one play. I yes. am a bottom. I give you bottom all of the time. Don't approach me because you feel like you're up top this week. You can put on the facade for as a top for a month and a half. If you are verse, be honest with yourself. You do, you owe that to yourself. You don't wake up and get out of your bed, go to work every single day, and have to spend your money on a bottom when you know that you are versed. Why are you wasting money on a dildo, condoms, experiences? Don't do that. If you are versed, pretty please. As a person who wants you to accept yourself as a versatile person, I am not here for it. Do, do not waste my time. Don't waste your time. Why waste, even waste your time? Why? Why? You are versatile. Week one, I'm a streak top. Week two, I ain't bottom since, child. Um, Bill Clinton was president. Week three, well, given that I'm fully versed, get out. Bye. Literally get out. It won an Oscar last night, the week before, the night before, whatever. I don't know when the podcast. It won an Oscar. Get out. Because I know as a bottom that you will want penis and I won't be able to give you that. So you're wasting your time and you're wasting mine. And I'm not anti-verse by asking you to be honest with yourself to admit that you are verse. I'm sorry, I just dropped your phone. I'm sorry, I'm mad. Um, you are verse. You need a versatile partner. I'm not here for it. Don't waste my time. You sound like Donald Trump. I am the least verse shaming people person. I am the least verse shaming you... person that you have ever met. I'm like, nigga, wait. I've met some people that are verse shaming. Are you okay? I'm not that person. I have done fifty seven thousand episodes of this podcast. Run the award winning RonaldMatters.com has been around for years, and I tell people to live in their truth and be themselves all of the time. Do not waste my personal time when I could be investigating my blog or my award-winning podcast by telling me, oh, I'm a street top. I want to make you put your phone down. Okay. <laughs> make me put my phone down. Oh, shit. I got an Instagram I need to update. I got a WordPress I need to... You going to make me put my phone down? Okay. 
They like girl, but let me check my Insta. Let me check my Twitter. Girl, let me check my what can I check? Cause I'm running out of things to check. Cause you ain't it. First people, be honest with yourselves. I think it's time for let's go. Thank God. Be honest with yourself. Do, are you verse? Are you secretly hiding this from me? I don't even know. Ten seasons of RuPaul Drag Race. You're like, I'm trans, and I just am really upset because RuPaul said trans people need to live in this. You look like this hype, no shade. I'm transitioning into your boyfriend's mouth. That's what I'm transitioning <laughs> into. So, if there was questions about that, that's where we are. <clears throat> Let's call. I hate your ugly. Um, even though this month is not Black History Month, it carried over because it's carrying over this week as well. The mother from Underground on WGN, she got a new job this month. So we, in honor of the mother from Celestine, did you watch Underground on W? No, this show was really no, 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 no. Y'all not taking me back to slavery. I've already been to Wakanda. This show was really good. So in honor of her, we have extended because she's got a new show coming out. Is it also on WGN? No, it's not. No, 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 no. It's on a, it's on a, a real show, a real network. It's on a dope. Oh, um, again, in honoring um, Black History Month, extended. I mean, um, I have been honoring Black icons and Black leaders and Black activists. And so, last but not least, in my Black History Month, because it's still Black History Month over I mean, here, is my favorite activist. <clears throat> my favorite activist is Malcolm X. Malcolm X was. The definition of unapologetic, the definition of intelligent, um, the definition of ascribed to his religious and spiritual bases, no matter who, no matter who or what they belong to. Um, one of my favorite quotes from Malcolm X was, who taught you to hate who God made you to be? And that means so much to me because so many of us hate ourselves for reasons of internalized homophobia um, and for being in clauses that we put ourselves in and we don't have to be in and we could be curing ourselves of these cancers, but we don't. Um, and so at the end of the day, remember that God made you the way that you are, how you are who you are and it was not a mistake and it is only a mistake when you pretend you are not who God made you to be. That's definitely important because even if you had to fake it until you make it and all those things I definitely had to fake it until I made it. Um, Say those things to yourself every day because definitely if you were brought here you were blessed to be here another day you deserve to tell yourself that you deserve the greatest that you can get out of the out of the experience that this day has to give and i told you all my suicide story i was child with the knife on my wrist and i decided child, if i'm not gonna kill myself then i'm gonna be fabulous how about that um so there's that but my last call is to the yellow ribbon fund which connects injured active duty soldiers with their families by covering travel housing and transportation costs while the soldier is an inpatient 
that is very difficult. Imagine that someone you love is an active duty soldier in Afghanistan, Iraq, child Japan, anywhere. Child, they argued over the Jerusalem embassy at this point because of Trump. But imagine someone you love is an active duty soldier, becomes injured, and you don't know how to get where your loved one is. Yellow Ribbon Fund is here for you. Founded in 2005, um, Yellow Ribbon Funds help those coming back from Iraq and Afghanistan by um, helping those people cover all those costs. And Young Yellow Ribbon Foundation also has covered costs for they built a house, they built playgrounds for children. Because, of course, if you come into D.C. to the Walter Reed, what's it called? Walter Reed Medical Center? Yes. W-R-A-M-C. Um, if you're injured, Army active, Medical Center. If you're an injured soldier, you definitely come to Walter Reed here in DC. So, um, Yellow Ribbon Fund helps connect people get get here and create better experiences for you when you are here. Because you know, military girls they don't even know nothing about emotions. Girl, excuse me, sir, I would like a blanket. They don't know nothing about those things. Like, okay, he alive. Okay, his his wife here. They definitely do their best to build playgrounds, build housing. And build um, some, uh, what's in my notes? Playgrounds for kids. And outdoor wedding areas for family members while injured soldiers are in out care, outpatient care services. They've helped over 4,000 soldiers' families so far. So if you have anything to give, if you can do anything outside of donate to your four podcast Patreon, get, donate to um, yellowribbonfund.org. And help them out because we love all of our active duty, active duty family members. They're family members for me because I've definitely supported two people at this point who've been active duty and scared for their lives every single fucking day. And trying to figure out how I can get them what they need and be there for them. You know, especially as black gay men. Because outside of that, they have wives, children, grandchildren, aunties, uncles. When you're a black gay man who, you're what you can expect to be delivered is different. Can you account for that? No. Yes. Because uh, if you ain't got it for yourself, then show who got it for you. In the black gay experience, man, act to do the in the military. Yes. Uh, so as someone that was active duty for twelve years, I definitely can. I never had to use the yellow ribbon services, um, but I know many people that had. And uh, it meant the difference between life, death, and depression for them. So, again, I absolutely co-sign what my co-host is saying about those services. <clears throat> if you can afford to donate, donate, please donate to those services. Um, they're absolutely needed for those people that don't have it all. A lot of times, a lot of people believe that when you're on active duty, you have... Hundreds of hundreds of, of hundreds of thousands of dollars oh available to you, you and literally again as someone that has was in for twelve years and you know made an honest living eventually, um, probably the first five six years that I was in, um, I did not make what a lot of people thought that I made. I made enough to get by and enough to not be hungry on active duty, so. Um, had an emergency struck, I would have needed the services of Yellow Ribbon. 
and luckily enough in my favor i did not but that is not the story of every other active duty member so please if you have the means if you would like to go over and check out what they do go check out yellow ribbon also we were asked on the internet who we would cast in elan harris invisible life and brian white is definitely my cast for raymond so i want to say that as we end but that is this week's episode of here for a podcast follow us on the internet at here for a podcast and of course here for uh, this sounds like my intro here for it pod here for it pod.com follow me on the internet at ronald matters and ronald matters.com i am the superman t-h-e-e-s-u-p-a-m-a-n you can follow me on um black people that would be the best um as well <laughs> Christian Mingle. No, I'm not on there. Farmer's Best. No, I'm currently on Craigslist Casual Encounters. So if you find um, things that you would like to find, I'm on Christian. Damn it. Craigslist. Um, Craigslist Casual Encounters and M4M slash M4WM. Oh, M4WM. What that mean? Women and men. I can do a whole trio. A whole trio at once. I got multiple time. RuPaul ain't got none on me. I'm inclusive. That is this week's episode of Your World Podcast. Thank you guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Are you going to say bye or are you not going to say bye? You'll love your fans and your support. Wakanda forever. How about that?